Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello and welcome back to the Beerly Football Podcast. I am your host, Zachary Smith. Join us always is Trevor Scott and Carrie Dempsey. How are we doing tonight, boys? Excellent. Ever since we've we brought it back to weekly, this has been the best part of my week. Tuesdays are the new Saturdays. All right. How about you, Carrie? How are you doing? I'm doing terrible. I really don't want to spend my night talking about kickers and defenses. Like, come this on. This is what the people want. They want to no know how to draft. Disrespect. They want to know, one person they want to know how to draft this year in fantasy football. Carrie, you made it to a championship game, right? Uh, and I'll tell you my strategy for kickers and defenses later in this episode. All right. So, I took it away now. See? They're getting valuable information from this. Oh, yeah, they will. I have never missed the playoffs, so you also get valuable information for that. Trevor is I also here. I Evan McPherson, so Trevor's also you know. here. So uh, before we get before we get going into the topics we have today, uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? Where's Banquet? Denver, Colorado. The uh, Denver Broncos are my surprise team. They're going to be great okay. this year. Okay, really hard. Rocking Rocky, Rocky Mountain Water since 1873. I don't believe that, but I don't really care. They're leading the NFL in torn ACLs this offseason. Two, t- they had two guys in practice today. Torn ACLs. Yeah. They're doing great. Doing great. What about you, Carrie? What are you having for the second time in the show? This went with this disgusting beer, a Goose Island IPA. Oh God. I, I, a, I do not envy you, them, sir. I'm going to struggle through to the end. They're not great. They're not good at all. But you know what? They're beer. It's all that matters. Why do you get I, – like, why don't you just like, – you, you don't go to Amber's. You don't, like – You to try something new. yourself up. You just go straight from Bud Light to freaking IPAs. Not just IPAs. Do- super, super hoppy IPAs like a, like a Goose you- Island. I've never had that. So it's know. terrible. It looked cool. I was like, I want to try like, something new. It's like Lagunitas, Trevor. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have had that. All right, what, what are you drinking, Zach? So you always I'm got having, I, I got a new us. beer. Ooh, <laughs> new beer noise. New beer noise. So this is uh, coming from our friends down in South America, or is it Central? It's Central America. It's Central America. I don't have any friends in South America. Okay, so a Guatemala beer. This is Famosa. Oh, is that a cock on it? It's got a cock on it. It nice. does. So, uh, according to the label, this was a, a North American beer champion. So, beer of champions. Carrie, pay attention. What are you looking at? Um, it's good. It's not great. Uh, it's like a mediocre beer. I'm gonna be honest. It's better than a bad beer, Goose Island. It's better than a bad beer. I would rather, much rather, drink this than a Goose Island. I wish Island we were having a right now, but so maybe in a bit. 
You know, you say that different every time you say it. I know. Michelob, hey, Michelob, wait, Michelob. no, Carrie, I have an idea. Just chug it's some milk. Better than Zaxing a German beer. Just chug some milk. Just chug some milk. Wait, milk and beers. Is, I already had my milk for the night. Oh, it's beer time. Okay. All righty, so we're talking about tight ends, kickers, and defenses. Not necessarily in that order, but we're talking about tight ends, kickers, and defenses. And later on in the show, we're going to have a little bit of a debate topic. We're bringing back the debates that we used to do all the time on the show. Uh, but let's start off with tight ends. How many tight ends do you guys have? Wait. Uh, my kick is pretty tight. Right. Don't disregard me. Wait, actually, okay, before well, we go, before we go into this, oh, we got we do have some league news. Um, late breaking, we have the NFL stripping Miami of the 2023 first round pick, and they find the owner 1.5 million dollars for tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton. Some wow, let's, big let's, news. Find bil- let's find a billionaire one million dollars. Well, wow. I mean, you know, I, it, one thing with this. It doesn't mean the Dolphins are pretty much stuck with Tua. They lost their first-round pick next year, can't draft a quarterback. They're not going to be able to trade for a quarterback as much, losing their pick. for Lamar, and I'm going to move to Miami. It's all Tua. Hey, Lamar's from Hollywood, Florida. He's like, he's from here. So also, also someone else that was fined is the vice chairman, uh, Bruce Beal, was fined $500,000 and isn't, a, isn't permitted to attend any league meetings. For the rest Classic. of the 22 se- 2022 season, so he can't watch them go six and eleven. But just let, but just 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 let you guys know, especially especially actually both of you, you know, fuck both of you. Tom Brady's not getting any kind of punishment for also tampering with the Dolphins. How would you go? Why would you so, Yeah. Hey, Dolphins listening. You can't get in trouble for listening. You know what I'm saying. Dolphins. Just, just listening. I'm just. If listening. you would have left, I'd have been pissed though. Hey, I'm from I'm I'm from Dolphins HQ right here. Dolphins fans are hyped. They're ready for this season. They don't care about their future being demolished. They're ready to go ten and seven this year and lose first round of the Bills. Sorry, <laughs> Kill and, and Jalen Waddle. They're not making the playoffs. Yeah. They're not oh, making the not. playoffs. There's so many good teams in the AFC. It's gonna be they're very. They're not hard making for them. the playoffs. I'm just gonna. They're... Put it right there. The AFC is going to be very fun this year. Now, wild card race is going to be insane. Last right. three, four weeks of the season, and and obviously we have uh, we have Deshaun Watson suspension. It's going to be six games, um, and a, a little bit of a little bit of a background on uh, why the judge decided to rule six games and suspend him. Uh, and apparently, it was about his towel habit. About how we'd bring a smaller, medium-sized towel into these, uh, in hopes of uh, accruing what what they refer to as sexual favors. So yeah, you can't have a small towel when you got a big cock. He knew exactly what he was doing. Do you know what's the most hilarious part? Games, you know what I'm saying? Six games. That just that really rubs me the wrong way. Honestly, not a great situation. Obviously, nothing to make jokes of. But the fact that part of that required him. To only get massages from Brown's employees? Bro, I wonder <laughs> if they're hiring. Did you see that, Zach? It rubs uh, on it. Wait, it's it was only Brown's employees? He's only yeah. allowed to get massages from, Bra- from Brown's personnel. It was part Imagine of the- his, like, his, like, his mom or something, like, grab, like, starts rubbing his shoulders, and he's like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I'm in breach of contract, mom. <laughs> but come on. Touch me like that. 
We won't go that much here. There's no way she got I will say games. this. I think he's six games six on. games for the amount of cases against him is very low. Alvin Ridley got a year for putting $1,500 on his own team and watching it six games? Come on. Ray Rice got kicked out of the NFL. Well. Smoking pot. Well, wait, Trevor, when you sexually assault, like, almost 100 women, I feel like that's almost equivalent to... Ben got four for one. I would much rather get... Never mind. Never mind. Okay. If you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Twitter, <laughs> at Beerly Football, at Beerly Sports. We got a bunch of other sports up there in the bio. Just kicked off some Beerly Bets, so if you're into sports betting, definitely go check out Beerly Bets. Shout out to Greg over there putting some work in. Um, let's get into- oh, we got more football news? Debo? Debo? Three years, $73 million. That was that was big, especially with, with Lance. Yeah. With Lance being their guy. He's going to have, have a Have they moved Jimmy G yet or no? Is he still eating up a lot of cash? Uh, he's still there. He's That's still crazy. there. And apparently Lance has not been impressing in, uh, in camp, which, I mean, you know, obviously it's his first, first time really being the guy. He's got a lot of pressure on him and everything. And where did Gary go? Mm. But oh yeah, he's supposed to be sticking up for Jimmy. Jimmy G sucks. I'm excited to see what we get from Trey Lance though. It's definitely he's gonna be rusty for the first few weeks, but Yeah. People love to overreact, especially than people out in California, but I think he'll settle down as yep. long as he can stay healthy and just not force too much. Yeah, stick just to the play, game plan. Let's, yeah. Just play You got a great coach too. You got a top you probably a top five coach in the NFL. Just yeah. listen to him. You guys hate Jimmy G. You don't need a great quarterback to be good in San Francisco with that team around. Yeah, but you need a great quarterback to win a championship in San Francisco, apparently. But Jimmy G, think Jimmy G got him pretty close. If he you did put get him pretty a, close, and he blew the fucking game. But even if you put like a Derek Carr or somebody that's like just a tier above him, that's a championship team. Wait, Derek Carr is much more than just a tier above Jimmy G. Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins is still more than a tier above Jimmy G. Jimmy G's top fifteen. We'll He's talk. 15. We'll talk about this in you another episode. But that's 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 the worst thing I've ever record wise. He was half. He's a halftime away from the oh, Super Bowl. Oh, oh yeah, you're you're right. You're right. Record really matters in a game where we have fifty three man rosters. When we're talking about one position on the football field, you're so intelligent, Kerry. Halftime away. Fucking moron. Especially a team that runs the ball 400 times a game, like San Francisco. No Jimmy Slander tonight. We can have Joe Burrow Slander, but no Jimmy. No. no. (laughs) All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into fantasy. We're going to cover tight ends first, and then we're going to cover kickers, and then we're going to cover defenses. Mainly, we're putting kickers in the middle because no one gives two shits about them. All right. I got Ray Ray, Ray, Rice, number one. I got Kareem Hunt, number two. Oh, my God. Okay. Josh Brown, number three. That was inevitable. I knew it. I knew it was All gonna right. happen. So, how many how many tight ends do you guys have? I got ten. Uh, just one. Oh, I have. I got like at least ten. I got like twelve or thirteen or fourteen. I have fifteen. So we'll just see how it goes. Let's do ten. Nobody cares. Okay. After 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 like five, it's just. Well, and there's an obvious I five. I feel like like the top it's five like, are pretty obvious. You get a fifty percent chance of a touchdown or not yeah. at that point. All right, so starting out at 10. Kerry, you go ahead and start us. Want to do two at a time? We'll do two at a time. 
All right, ten. Dawson Knox. Okay. I like him last year. He's pretty. He's pretty good, but he's like all tight ends, like touchdown six and ten. I believe touchdown dependent. Yeah, but with Josh Allen, he's safe. I don't hate him there. Number nine, Dalton Schultz. Pretty good year last year. Again, he 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 does get more yards and catches, I think, than the since some of the he's more touchdown dependent than less touchdown dependent than a guy like Hunter Henry or that type of guy. Is Hunter Henry on your list? No. Thank God, dude. Hunter Henry's the like dude, that guy'd get like two catches for twenty yards and a touchdown. I know, but you were pulling some nasty shit last week on your wide receiver list. I wouldn't be surprised if you had like Hunter Henry like top seven or something. He's like he's probably top twelve, but he's so touchdown dependent. And I think John is gonna have a bigger role in the offense this year too. Hunter Henry is my number fourteen tight end. He might he's somewhere there. They're all the same to me after like seven. Hunter Henry or Cole Komet? Honestly, Komet. Yeah. I have him yeah. I have Komet one spot higher. I forgot that guy existed. Honestly, Komet, I'd put him over Schultz. He should have got drafted to the Packers when Jordan Love got drafted there. Who else is going to throw to besides Mooney? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, my number 10, Dallas Goddard. I got a lot of – there's a lot of white tight ends. Holy shit. Yeah. I have, I have two black people in my top 10. That's the NFL. Dallas Goddard, number 10. Zach Ertz, number 9. Shout out to Zach. Okay. Carrie, who are you two? Dawson Knox and somebody I else. Dawson Knox and Dalton Schultz. But honestly, I'd put Cole Komet over both of them. I just forgot he existed. So my number 10, this is going to shock you guys. Cole I, Komet over Dally, or Dalton Schultz? I'll pit. I got Robert Tanyan at 10 what? and Dawson Knox at 9. Is Tanyan ready for the regular season? I don't even know. I think so. The one thing I'll give with him, that's that, wide, that wide receiver core is terrible. Yeah, so that's why that's why I moved him up. It's because him, I just don't know, coming off the ACL, what are you, an ACL tear? Something is But he, he was very good last year and a half. So two days ago, Packers tight end. Uh, well, it, I can't read it. But uh, I can read a little bit of it on the little. Packers tight end, Robert Tanyan. Uh, driving in return from knee injury. That was two days ago. He's got potential. I mean, he he finished not last year, year before. He finished like top five. He was pretty high up there, I think. Jimmy Graham's first year there, I drafted him like maybe like the seventh round in fantasy. Like I thought I got a steal. Remember when he was good? And then yeah, in New Orleans, because they wouldn't let him keep dunking. That was his incentive to score. Yeah. He just fell off. I don't hate those, though. So, apparently he's on the PUP list currently, but he is optimistic that he'll be ready for week one. Yeah, I think once once he's healthy, that's a good pick. I yeah. like it. Later on. Just because, just because of the issue with the wide receivers in Green Bay, I felt like that's a good reason to move him up. Yeah, honestly, if you're not set on, like, if you don't get one of the top tight ends, like, just take a risk with any of these guys. All right, pick up a couple of these guys, and one of them will. Yeah. Fit. That was just great advice, Kerry. All right. We've got eight and do. seven. Kerry, you go ahead and go first again. All right. Dallas Goddard, number eight. I like him, but Hurts, not a great passer. Doesn't get a lot of yards. 
And they also brought in A.J. Brown along with Devonta Smith. Goddard's going to be there. He's, he's a good one, but I don't think he's in that top tier. That's he's why he fell on my list. Yeah, he's in that second tier for me. He's he's a good one. He's a guy I trust. He, like, he's not in that, like, Hunter Henry, Dawson Knox category that's touchdown dependent. Like, obviously, I think Goddard's pretty much safe for four or five catches a game at least. So PPR, he won't like, kill you. But I just don't see him really breaking out. Number seven, TJ Hawkinson. Okay. As an actual tight end, I'd have him higher, but fantasy-wise, I have him here. Lions just have so many weapons, and I think they're going to be more focused towards the ground game with Dan Campbell's offense this year. But with all those receivers, ground game, I think he's just going to kind of fall back a bit. But, again, he's consistent. I'd love to get him. and like, but He might fall a bit, too, in your draft. So yeah. he's a safe bet. You I think like Dan it. Campbell have a, a little bit more luck here than he did in Atlanta? I mean, I know a lot of people will – after that kind of stint in Atlanta, we're like, oh, he's he's not a head coach. He's he's just a DC, um, and now he's getting that shot again. I think I think he's going to be able to turn it around. I mean, I think he needs at least one more year. They spent I, I a lot of money this offseason. Yeah, I know. So I think give him at least one more year, and I think he'll. Th- that what are you talking about? Competing. What do you mean? He's never a head coach in Atlanta. Was he a defensive coordinator? He's never worked for the Atlanta Falcons. Are you talking about Did Dan he... Quinn? Oh, never mind. Wow, you're an embarrassment <laughs> of beer league sports. Come on. Anyway, I think he'll he'll turn this team around. He just needs this team. He, he was like doing push, another year. He's he doing push-ups with his team the other day. Huh? Do you see that he's like doing push-ups or something with his team? That's my man. Biting some knees. He was doing up downs. Yeah. Yeah. Up to... I love. Hey, that. He... I love that. He... He believes in the line. He just wants to build the O line, the D line. That's his goal. He's I love got that. Sewell. Did you see? There's a video. That's how, get, that's how you win Madden games, right there. Get a good D line, a good O line. The video of Aiden Hutchinson going after Sewell. That's pretty great. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. Hey, he's building that line. Lions playoff contenders. I could see them sneaking in as a wild card. Eh. That, words, I man. asked Kerry this earlier today. I'm gonna ask you. Uh, who do you think is going to be first to make the playoffs, the Detroit Lions or the New York Jets? The I'm going to go with the Lions. It's, it's That's probably the popular answer, but I did see some Jets. Some I, just, I feel like there's more pieces there than there are in the Jets. So. Mm-hmm. I, I did spend a lot of money on the offseason. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. Number eight, Carrie, you're not going to like this. Uh, Pat Freermuth. Um, don't trust the QB. Situation there, especially not uh, racist uh, Mason Rudolph. I'm just kidding. Um, I did. Mostly there was a report that said uh, Trubisky is our starter unless anything crazy happens, something like that. I like that. Okay. Give me Trubisky. So a lot of mouths to feed there. I think Najee is going to be the focal point of this offense. George Pickens has looked good. He's going to get his touches. Deontay Johnson is Deontay Johnson. He's the next man to get paid, so he's due for a big year if he wants that big contract next season. Pat, although I think he's a reliable target, I don't think he'll be as good as he was in the second half of last season. And then number seven, a guy I like a lot, but these top six tight ends are really just so good. Um, Dalton Schultz, a guy who isn't as touchdown dependent, like Kerry said. Uh, he's good for yards. He's good for receptions, you know, all over the field, whether you're at your own 20, whether you're in the red zone. 
he'll score two touchdowns one game, and then the next game he'll have, you know, 95 yards. I like him a lot. Um, so, yeah, eight and seven, Pat Fryermuth, and seven, Dalton Schultz. What do you got for us, Zach? Kid, that is catch all the drinking Kerry did before the show. This is like his third time going PRD. Yeah. So at number eight, I have Zach Ertz. Um, I have a couple. Yeah, that lost. Hell, man, come on. I have Zach Ertz at eight. Uh, I think that you know he's got a full year with Arizona, who is going to spread the ball around more than they would have in, in Philly. So uh, I think you're going to see an upwards turn in his production this year. I got a prediction about that um, with DeAndre Hopkins being gone, that big outside threat, and then the addition of Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown and Zach Ertz, the, the middle of that field is very heavily targeted uh, yeah. for the first at least six games of that year. Yeah. I got a prediction too. Rookie Trey McBride will overtake Zach Ertz by the end of the year. He's the Wasn't best. Wasn't he like a fourth round pick, fifth round pick? He was second or third. He's the he was the best tight end in the class. I think he will take overtake Ertz as their T one okay. by the end of the year, heading into next season. Okay. Okay. Nobody gives a shit. All right. Uh, and Nobody at seven, cares. I have T.J. Hawkinson for a lot of the same reasons Kerry said. Um, I think he's good. I think he's really good tight end. Uh, I just don't think that they're going to be able to get him the ball enough to to move him into what I would consider top tier. Also, this is way behind, and there's nothing to do with anything you just talked about, Zach. Okay. But, you know, Trevor, uh, Dalton Schultz, I kind of like that because James Washington went down with an injury out for the year today, seems like. Uh So besides Lamb and Gallup, they don't have a lot of depth in the wide receiver core. Like I said, yeah, and he's not heavily he's red so zone, smooth. heavily touchdown dependent. He's a good – he, he was, finds open spots on the field. Yeah. I wish I could put him higher, he, but – He was like you – know, I think he was like top three tight end for a good chunk of last year too. Yeah, he was. So he's a potential top prop of tight ends is just is so good. Yeah. All right, next. So we're going – what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to do – how do we do six – Let's five, do one by one. Oh, one by one for the last six? Okay. Yeah. Um, Number six, I have TJ Hawkinson. He's in my second tier of tight ends. My first tier is my top five. I think that's a real great group. And then six, seven, and eight, Hawkinson, Schultz, and Freermuth is my uh, my tier two. But, yeah, I got TJ Hawkinson, number six, playing with the GOAT, Jared Goff. No Jared Goff slander. Yeah. Shout out to TJ Hawk. Let's go. Number six. I got Freer move. He did. Oh my god! Rookie, rookie tight ends are terrible, terrible. Up, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Pitts honestly had one of the best rookie tight end seasons of all time, with the exception, of, with the exception of Jerry. Bleeding right now? Did I just hear Kyle Pitts praise? Sadly, yes. Freer move had a pretty good year by tight end standards. I think year two's he's going to really step out and put in that top tier of tight ends. He, he's a beast. Give him yeah. the chance. I mean, you really can't grade tight ends on year one. You look at all the good tight ends, Kittle, Kelsey, all these guys really didn't start to break out till after year one. Okay. So really, year two is you're going to judge him. I think this year he breaks out. I think he's going to be beast. Okay. At six, at six, I have Dalton Schultz. I like um, it. I think I like 
I think without Amari Cooper being there, that's just going to give him more targets. He's going to keep producing at a high level. Again, like Trevor said, not super touchdown dependent. He gets open in the middle of the field. And honestly, Dak likes throwing to him. So I, I don't see why his uh, production wouldn't improve this year. So that's why I have him at six and, and a lot of, a lot higher than a lot of people have him. He's never, he hasn't resigned yet, has he? Yeah, he hasn't. So he's playing he's playing on the franchise tag this year. I would I would sign him if they can. He'll get a big contract. They, people thought Jarwin was gonna be their T one there, but Schultz yeah. really Schultz you know, really He's a great pass catcher and pretty good blocking too. Yeah. Fair. All right, Trevor, you got a five. Top five. Um might not like this. Got George Kittle at number five. Um no. And he's gonna need to be huge in the he's gonna have a lot of weight on his shoulders with Trey Lance being the guy, especially if Trey Lance is the guy all year. He's not right away, as I mentioned earlier. Mm. But I mean at very worst, you know, George Kittle's the top five tight end and I don't know, I don't trust Trey Lance yet. If if Jimmy was a starter, um he'd probably be a little higher. You know, Jimmy can put it on a line to up to fifteen yards, and that's where Kittle's at fifteen yards and in. Trust him. That Garoppolo Kittle connection is real, but Lance Kittle, we'll see. We'll have to see. Okay. Kittle's great. Yeah. There's a lot of good tight ends this year. Yeah. Kittle's number five. Okay. I'll go next because it's gonna uh, this is gonna ruffle some feathers. I got Kyle oh, Pitts at five. Okay. Um, and the reason why is very simple. Uh, first off, red zone. Huh? Red zone. Not even that, but I think that'll improve this year. I honestly do. I think that will improve this year. It can't get worse. Let's say that. <laughs> but at the same time, the quarterback situation in in no, Atlanta. Is Mariota slander tonight? It's no, not, yes, we can. No, it's not Marcus Mariota slander. Let me explain. Kyle Kyle Pitts is going to be catching passes from someone who has never thrown him a ball this year. Never you have thrown no away. idea what you're going to get from Mario. I wanted Garoppolo to go to Atlanta. I know there was never any smoke there. But you know what Garoppolo could do with Kittle? Just I could imagine he could do the same thing with Pitts. I really wanted that. So that but is why like, that is why Kyle Pitts slid on my list is because I'm not sure what to expect out of the quarterback position. I know in, in Tennessee, Mariota was very fond of throwing to tight ends. But I don't know if that's going to be the same situation or if they're going to run a similar offense that they did to in, in Tennessee. And from what I understand, they're not going to be running anything like the offense they ran in Tennessee. So I don't know what to expect out of Kyle Pitts. That's why I can't put him higher on this list. Even though I do think he's a good tight end, I do think his red zone will get better. I think he's it's good, more about what I, do, I don't... He's it's, a good wide receiver. It's more about what I don't know in the situation in Atlanta than about Kyle Pitts. Respectable. <laughs> Pitts, Pitts and Mike Gusecki are very close to wide receivers. It's hard to label them as tight ends. Also, no one had Gusecki in top 10. Nope. No? He's number 12 on my list. He is number 15 on mine. He's very hit or miss. He's 15 on mine because they added another weapon that they're going to have to force the ball to. And so it's that takes... That's a horrible blocker. And that takes that takes uh, catches away from him, so... All right, number five. All you guys, I'm higher. Darren Waller. He's a, beast. he's a beast when he's healthy. 
But you know, he's getting up. He's older. They just brought in Devonte Adams. He's getting a I good that, year. That, I think that actually bringing in Devonte Adams helps him. I'm going to be honest, and and, and I'm going to explain why because we've all set our five. So I'm going to go ahead and say he's my four. And the reason why I think it's going to help him is because you're exactly right. He's insane when he's healthy. So he's going to get less targets, which means he's going to get less hits, which means he's going to be able to have more production overall because he's going to be healthy for longer. I mean, health is just a guess at this point. You never know. That's Yeah, but if you take more hits, you're more likely to get hurt. True, but I don't see him and the four and five are kind of interchangeable for me. I think, obviously, he's a better tight end than I have at four. But fantasy-wise, I'm going to take my four over, over him at five. But I think over a good year, he's a safe bet. I got war at five. Okay. Trevor, you got Oh, we already did five. I got George Kittle. Uh, four? Four, I got my man Kyle Pitts. I would love a, a little more sturdy um, quarterback situation. At the same time, you know, Kyle Pitts is my second favorite player in the NFL. But these top three tight ends, dude, like, I just – I can't put him there yet. Like, I mean, I, I'm not even going to tell you. It should be pretty it's obvious who my top three tight ends, ends are. Huh? I think you need more than one touchdown to put him there. This isn't about last year. It's about this year. It's about this upcoming year. It's about year. fantasy this year. It's 2022. It's about what we're going. You really see this Falcons team scoring a lot of points this year? No, but I see the tight end balling out. <laughs> tight end, wide receiver. It doesn't matter where he lines up. He gets a catch and he gets a touchdown or he gets 10 yards. He gets points. That's Fair. true. Number four. I already said my fourth. Uh, it's Darren oh, Waller. I agreed with Trevor, Kyle Pitts. Okay. Honestly, Kyle Pitts has potential to be the best fantasy tight end in the NFL. He gets a ton of catches, ton of yards. If he can get the if he can become a red zone target, like he's I mean, he's more of a wide receiver than a I tight ju- end. I just want to point out real quick before we move on from this too far. Kerry put quotes around fantasy and not tight end. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's my not, top. He's gonna be a great fantasy tight end. He's going to be a fantasy tight end. He's not a top seven tight end for me. But fantasy-wise, he is. <laughs> but he's he's great fantasy. He had an insane rookie year by tight end standards. Tight end's a terrible yeah. rookie. He did. Besides his one touchdown, like he's worth it. He's, he's going to go high this year. He will be hard to get. I'll give him that. Yeah. All right, number three. But you know what? I'll go. Okay. George Kittle. Safe. Yeah. His only problem for me is the injuries. Yeah. Um, especially, I, especially with a young quarterback, he's going to be putting yeah. more positions where he's going to get big hits. Him and Jimmy G, like, as much as you slander Jimmy G, him and Jimmy G had a great connection. They did, yeah. Yeah. That's um, why I wanted him in Atlanta. Yeah, obviously, like, you know, when we saw Nick Mullins and other guys in San Francisco, it wasn't the same. So we'll see if there's a big drop-off. But, you know, he's one of the best in the game. It's – Things Kittle's you thought gonna, you'd probably Kittle's, never hear on beer Kittle's league gonna Kittle this week. Kittle's, exactly. <laughs> you remember Kittle's when Nick gonna, Mullins was in San Francisco? <laughs> I remember that one game. He's like insanely good, and everybody thought and he was, was running the ball too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I was so high on Nick Mullins after that game. I don't even know where he is now. I don't. He's still in the NFL because he's but, a Purdue guy, right? I think so. Kittle, I like him at three. Number three, I got Mark Andrews. Um... Great tight end. He played. He played very good with Lamar. He played great without Lamar. 
I mean, he finds a spot on the field. He knows how to get Lamar's vision. He's a great red zone threat. He's, I mean, as crazy as it is, he's still underrated. I mean, he was the number one fantasy tight end for a majority of the, the year last year. And then Lamar went down and he was still extremely solid. So, um, my my one and two I have on at one and two for various reasons, but Mark Andrews really, if you have him as your number one guy, I I wouldn't even argue with you that heavy. But he he's my number three, Mark Andrews. Okay, I'm not gonna argue with you uh, that much. Uh, I have George Kittle at three though. Um, I like that. We agree. I think that just makes sense. Uh, I think there's obviously going to be a dip in production. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. Uh, obviously, this list requires everyone staying healthy. I think that's pretty apparent. Because if someone goes down, obviously they're not going to be a top tight end in the league. But uh, I think George Kittle, if he stays healthy, is going to be right up there near the top. He's one of the better weapons and one of the only weapons outside of Debo Samuel and some of the running backs on that offense in terms of pass catching. So, <laughs> Outside of their receivers and their running backs, he's a good pass catcher. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna, if you have a running quarterback, I'm just saying a running quarterback is more likely gonna be able to get it to a tight end. Fuck, oh, this makes me want to play Madden. Madden coming out two weeks. Ooh. I have like I have Madden like twenty or twenty one or something. I don't even know what I can have. We, can we all agree? Can we? Hey, I just want to real quick before because we, we brought up Madden. Can we all agree to uh, to start a Madden league together? Sure. Yes. The yeah. last Madden game I have. When Eli Manning was quarterback. Oh, my God. Update. Update, bro. Update. It's probably the same games now. No, it's a little different. It's games. a little worse, you know? I want to play a game where Dak Prescott is the number Honestly, six. all I want is NCAA football back. Okay, that's enough about video yeah. games. Next year, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? It's yeah, 2023, yeah. Yeah, next year? Yeah. I'm going to lose yeah. my mind with that game. Yeah. I will pay $150 for that game. You probably have to play. Yeah, babe. You still got that uh, ring? I just want to see it. <laughs> babe, what happened to your ring? It was just on the nightstand last night. I have no idea what happened to it. All right, number two. Let I'll me go. go first. Number two. Let me go first. Mark Andrews. He was number one tight end last year by far. Yeah. That was without Lamar. Lamar supposedly looks great in training camp. I think he's going to take a step forward this year. Yeah, we've been saying that for years. We've been saying it for years. Even as much as I love Mark Andrews, I just can't take him over the guy at number one. Yeah. Trevor? OJ Howard. Um, No, stop. Come on. Wait, quick question. Who do you think will be the leading receiver for the Bucks' head ends? Howard, Brate, or uh, who's the other guy? Or Kyle. Are you saying just your tight ends? Yeah. Rudolph? Great or how is Howard still there? No, Howard's in uh Buffalo. What? Howard's in Buffalo. He is? That's when. I wish we could bet on it. Trust me, Daddy. Is he? Oh he is. Yeah, he is. Number two Wait, but who are you taking then? Brait or Kyle Rudolph? Do you want to you'd ask me a year ago, I would have said Cameron Brait. I'll say Cameron Brait. Yeah, it's gonna be Cameron Brait. Rudolph's underrated, though. You know, Rudolph is underrated, but he's. I think, I think, I think they definitely brought him there as a pa- as a pass blocker. Rudolph will get the yards, and I think Bray will get the TDs. 
Um, if he's eligible uh, for comeback player of the year, I think Darren Waller is due for a crazy year. And he is, he's a guy, he's one of the guys that I would say is worth reaching on this year. Yeah. Especially the addition of Devontae Adams. I mean, Hunter Renfro is going to go from a guy they had to carry to a guy that can just, not to the same extent, but be that Cooper Cup guy and just kind of like find the holes in the field and go there and turn around. Yeah. Like go there and get your head turned to the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, you got Devontae Adams, you got, and then, you know, Derek Carr is going to have a fun year. If that O-line can keep him up, keep him right, he's going to have a very fun year. Yeah. And Derek Waller is going to be a fruit from that. Uh, definitely a guy worth reaching on this year, in my opinion. I want Kyle Pitts, but if I can't get Kyle Pitts, I'm going to try and get my hands all over Darren Waller and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> all right. All right. So so my, my number two, just like Carrie said, it's Mark Andrews. Basically all the same reasons. It's just I can't put him at one over the guy I have at one. All right, do we do we even not need to talk about one? Kill a Trav. You know, you don't. <laughs> you don't no. look like Travis Kelsey. No, some people say that. I don't know. The biggest douchebag in the NFL, Travis Kelsey. I want to punch that guy in the face so hard. Travis Kelsey, if you're listening to this podcast, Jackson I'll Mahomes. Fight you. Jackson Mahomes. Oh, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'll kiss you. Nah. He's a douchebag. I'm listening to this podcast. Are you, though? Travis Kelsey. Mm. Travis Kelsey. Mm. Also, right. has anyone ever seen Travis Kelsey and Jonas Valencius in the same room at the same time? Yeah, sure. they are very similar looking. Just saying. All, All right. right. now Wait, we... let's read our list first. Okay. From 10 down, I'll go first. I got Robert Tanyan at 10, Dawson Knox, 9, Zach Ertz, 8, TJ Hawkinson, 7, Dalton Schultz, 6, Kyle Pitts, 5, Darren Waller, 4, George Kittle, 3, Mark Andrews, 2, Travis Kelsey, number 1. All right, I got Dawson Daddy Knox at 10, Dalton Shuddy Schultz at 9, Dallas Gotti Goddard at 8, TJ the Hawkman, Hawkinson at 7, Pat Freer Fire Furmuth at 6. Darren, the Waller, Wallman, Waller, that's five. <laughs> he said Darren Waller, the Wallman, Waller. Kyle, one touchdown pits at four. <laughs> George, Popcorn, Kittle at three. Mark, Andy Andrews at two. And Travis, douchebag, Kelsey at one. I'm going to go one to ten because I'm different. I'm not like all these other guys, baby. Um, number one, I got Travis Kelsey. Number two, I got Darren Waller. Number three, Mark Andrews. Number four, Kyle Pitts. Number five, George Kittle. Six, TJ Hawk. Seven, Dalton Schultz. Eight, Pat Freermuth. Nine, Zach Ertz. Ten, Dallas Goddard. And who got left off? Dawson Hawks, number 11. So my uh, real quick before we move on, I'm just going to name the guys I got left off. I have Goddard, 11. Irv Smith, Jr. at 12. Pratt Firemuth at 13, Hunter Henry at 14, Mike Gusecki at 15. Didn't you say Ertz in your top 10? Yeah, I did. You just said him at 11. At 11, I have Dallas Goddard. Did I just hear Ertz? Yes, you did. You just misheard. Because it's Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard, Irv Irv Smith Jr., Pat Fryer. Oh, you definitely said Ertz. I said Irv Smith Jr. Okay. Carrie, you're drunk. Get a fucking I love it. Knox, 12 Gusecki, 13 Komet, 14 Henry. All right. Let's move on. Now, 
We're going to talk about kickers. Are we doing five, correct? Yes. Okay. I have. Can we just yeah. do this quick? Can we just do this yes. quick? Okay. I'm just going to go five to one, and you guys tell me what you think of my list. At five. Okay. I got Evan McPherson. What? How? Four. Harrison Butker. Three. Matt Gay. Two. Gay. Justin Tucker. One. Tyler Bass. <laughs> Tyler Bass, bro? Come yeah. on. What are you, fish? I'm going. Uh, it, it's. You want, you want to hear my top five? Five? is better than Justin Tucker. You want to hear my? Stop. You want to hear my top five? Yeah. Number five, stream week to week. Number four, stream week to week. Number three, stream week to week. Number two, stream week to week. Number one, Justin Tucker. I have never drafted a kicker. I never will. I played on the matchups every year. That's what you need to do. There's no reason to draft a kicker. There's no reason to keep a kicker unless it is Justin Tucker. End of story. And or Young Way Koo two years ago. No, he's so inconsistent. He was great two years ago. He was more kicker in the NFL. Evan I love Young Way Koo. I'm just gonna say that right now. You're you're the only one. Maybe. Five, I got – is his name Daniel Carlson? Yeah. Yeah. Four, Tyler Bass. Three, Justin Tucker. Two, uh, gay. Two gay. Way too gay. <laughs> and then number one, Evie Mack. I love you. The most accurate kicker in the NFL, and he made like 250 yarders in the same game. Y'all cannot keep keeping on him. The guy is incredible. Um, How many defenses do you have? I have ten. Right. We can do I however many. So I can, I just seven. do five then. Carrie, how many defenses do you have? I got ten. Let's just do five because we're running out of time here. Because we got to get to Justin Tucker. Not Justin Tucker. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Justin Rapid Herbert. Five. Justin oh. Herbert versus, uh, yeah, because that's, that's. I can go first. I can go first if you guys want. Yeah, go ahead. Number five, stream of defense. Oh, my God. Number four, stream of defense. Number three, stream of defense. Number two, stream of defense. And number one, stream of defense. I have never kept a defense whole season. It depends on the matchup. That is the best way to win. Why waste a spot drafting a defense when you can just do it on the matchup? Play whoever the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing that week. Come on. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's what he did every week last year. And guess who made the playoffs? It's the best Me, way to play I, did. I was the number one team in the league. There's no point wasting a draft. No Doug Sudor slander. Exactly. His girlfriend. <laughs> All right, at five, because I actually care about these lists, I got the Los Angeles Rams. At four, I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At three, I have the Indianapolis Colts. At two, I have the San Francisco 49ers. And at number one, I got the Buffalo Bills. They were number one last year, too. I'm expecting them to repeat. Zach, here's a question. Let's let's just say, I know we're doing a 14, I don't know how many rounds there are, 14 rounds in the draft. Mm-hmm. What's the highest, earliest round you would take a defense? 14 rounds? Four, I don't know. I'm just making up a number. 14, probably... The earliest I would take one? Yeah. Probably like 12. 
So why are we talking about this? Why does this matter? Well, that's why we're only doing Fantasy five Bell, and we're doing everything matters. Stream it. Stream that it. That sounds like a man that's, about that sounds like a man that's about, never won a championship before. The, All right. So I just wanted that to get cut. Carrie, you're making an argument that sounds like you've never won a fantasy championship before. I go to the playoffs every year. I won multiple championships. Where? Zach, if I was blind right now, I would know for a fact Zach, that, that you're not Justin Herbert talking. Zach, just by I the fact that you said you've been to the playoffs. I won our league multiple times. I won it last year. I won it last year because I don't draft defenses. No, no, you won it last year because you colluded with your uh, girlfriend at the time. Zach. You know you no... made the draft order last year in our friends league? Yeah, I do, actually. Randomized. No. Was not there is no point to drafting a defense. Zach. We'll see. We'll see, Carrie. Carrie, we'll see. We'll see, Carrie. We'll see. Would you would you rather sneak a little unknown running back who could potentially be RB1 of a team, or would you rather draft some defense? First off, there's not gonna be any there's not gonna be any unknown running back in round twelve that might be the RB1 of a team. There's just not gonna be. Period. Yes, there is. No, what not is, in round twelve. Are you, are you fucking what high? James Robinson win his rookie year. Okay. Mister Captain Obvious over here. I'm gonna fucking smack you in your head, dude. Bring it here, <laughs> Mister Jaguar fan. All right. So now we got a little bit of a debate. Wait, Trevor to go. Whoa. Oh, Trevor's gotta go. Sorry. Whoa. Sorry, 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 sorry. All right, number six. Um. I just want to go from six because this is my like little secondary team. I just had to throw them in there, give them some love. Baltimore Ravens, shout out to Raven, most romantic Raven? kind of my life. Um, number five, I got the Tampa Bay Bucks. Number four, I got the Indianapolis Colts, another big surprise team in the AFC. I told Kerry the AFC championship game was going to be the Broncos and the Colts. I was lying, I was joking, but if it happens. I'll sign some autographs. Number three, I got the Philadelphia San Francisco 49ers. Um, number two, I got the Jacksonville <laughs> Buffalo Bills. And then I got number one, I got the University of Florida New Orleans Saints. <laughs> okay. Um, before we get into um, Joe Burrow and the most overrated quarterback in the NFL, oh do you guys want to finish our drinks together? Let's do it. And also, this Joe Burrow argument is going to be time 10 minutes on the clock. 10 minutes? Wow. 10 minutes on the clock. 10 minutes on the clock of argument. Wait, Kerry, can Whoa. you moderate? Can you moderate? Because I have I have a lot of stats. I thought Kerry's arguing too. <laughs> I feel oh, like it's going to get messy if me and Kerry are both yeah, going to Come on. Come on. We want to bring the house down. Come on. Come on. Two I, on one, I don't want to make I don't want to make him sad. Mac, we're gonna make him cry tonight. Two on one, let's go. I took my shirt off. Let's go. Let's beat this little man. Hang on, I'm gonna take my No, don't do that. I no. took my pants off. I'm not let's go. You guys are weird. I'm not doing that. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Alright. Get naked or we're not doing this. I'm not getting naked. <laughs> this is the Deshaun Watson podcast. <laughs> That's not okay. That is not okay. <laughs> All right. Let me just make a statement before this debate. This battle, to the, beer. this battle to the death. But Trevor has to be here for this, sadly. I don't hear you, but I'll come back in a second. 
All right. All right. So, Carrie, real quick, since me and you are here, I, I just want to I want to break something down real quick. I want to break something down. What does it mean to be a good quarterback to you? To me? Yeah. The team is a lot better with you. You look at some of these teams, like even Jimmy G. Could someone do a better job than him? Yes. Is he? He's a decent quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. Okay. If you if you put a guy like Justin Herbert on the Niners, the Niners are going to win a lot more games. They'd be Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. If a guy can do like, you're the only guy that can do your job. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Guys, you are the best really football host. Exactly. All right, Trevor. Here's my statement before. Before I, you you're not going to ask me a question. No. Before you get into this argument. This is not an inclusive podcast. All right. Wait, no, here, I'll ask you a question, Trevor, because I really need to know this for the sake of this conversation. Otherwise, we're just going to be talking past each other. It's not going to be. We're just going to be arguing chocolate or vanilla. Yeah. 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 Like we what does that. it what does it mean to you to be a good quarterback? As I've said many times, you influence the game towards winning. Okay. Thank you. All right, let me make my statement. For you in this battle, I will say Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are two of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. Completely agreed. Oh, any team that had them would be lucky to have them. Yep. I saw a poll on PFF or something that interviewed, I think, every GM of every team, and it was very close. I think Burrow actually won it. Yeah. It was like 52% to 48%. Who would who'd you rather have? Mm-hmm. But you're – we're arguing it like tiny. We're the electoral college, so that shit doesn't matter. It's very close. Like yeah. if you get them, you're like like if you have Matt Jones or Trevor Lawrence, we're just depressed here. Well, I, like, to be fair, Trevor Lawrence had Urban Meyer as a head coach. It's just he only played one year. I'm not I'm not out on Trevor Lawrence. Okay, but he did get a lap dance. So. Are we ready? I'm ready. Who wants to open it up? Trevor, you're two v one. Go first. Um, we should flip a coin. Here, I got a bottle cap. I got a bottle cap. Ready? Uh, it's either gonna be me or Trevor. Okay. Sure. Ready? Heads or tails? Yeah. Pick one. Oh, uh, tails. Tails wins. All right, you go first. All right, I would like to decline to the second half. Okay. No, I, I choose kick. Okay. All right, so I'll, I'll start. Okay, so I completely agree with you, Trevor. A quarterback is supposed to make a team win more, correct? Influence the game towards winning. Influence yes. the game teams towards winning, win more. Doesn't really matter how you say it. It's all the same thing. Not okay. synonymous. Huh? It's not synonymous. Okay, influence the game towards winning. Okay. It's close. It's close, yes. Okay. So, out of curiosity, do you happen to know the the EPA per play between Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow? <laughs> what does that mean? EPA is expected points added per play. 7.46543. Is this James one of one? So, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. I'm just going to say that Herbert wins that category. I'm going to use some more simple statistics, but I just wanted to to, to throw that out there. So EPA what is that per play, expected point? Expected points added per play. 
What is a point? Points, like, on the scoreboard. Okay. Okay. What is it? Like, less than one or something? Yeah, so it's, it's all it's one. all less... Both of them are less than one. I mean, it'd be impossible to be one. Right. Uh, so the EPA per play between the two is very close. Justin Herbert just barely edges out Joe Burrow. Uh, one point, or 0.19, 0.197 to 0.186. So very close, right? Extremely close. Are you in stats class right now, bro? No, not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. Okay, so would you say, Trevor, that throwing interceptions or inaccurate passes is a bad sign of a quarterback? Inaccurate passes is, is more than interceptions. More than yeah. interceptions? Okay. So. What? Wait. Wait. Okay. Trevor tends to bring up how Herbert was second in the league in interceptions. But who had a higher interception rate last season? It was Joe Burrow. Okay, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Hold on. This is my time to talk. Trevor, ignore him. Oh, ignore him for now. Okay, so bad passes is more important than interceptions, correct? That's what you just what said. What is a bad pass? Uncatchable, interception-worthy, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So, turnover worthy throw percentage is a stat that we have as NFL fans. Okay? Herbert beats Joe Burrow in that stat category 1.6 to 2.4. There's a little bit bigger of a gap there, right? Just a little bit bigger. It's still small, but it's a little bit bigger. There's a lot that goes into that. Yes, That's there not is. A no, 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 no. Kind of thing. no, yes. And then in one more stat category having to do with accuracy, if we look at inaccurate or uncatchable percentage, Justin Herbert also beats Joe Joe Burrow in that category. It's very easy to throw to your running back, yes. Oh wait, wait. So wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I will I will I will entirely agree with you. It is it is very easy to throw your running back. And it is proven that Joe Burrow was more aggressive last year. Okay, but being more aggressive, right, and the number of passes that he threw being less, he also threw for 400 less yards and four less touchdowns. So if he was being more aggressive, being less accurate, and he threw for less touchdowns, which is the better quarterback? Joe Burrow. Okay. Explain why. The first thing that happens when you snap the ball, down set hut, you got all these big-ass athlete dudes running at you. And if Joe Burrow, this is not... That sounds like a dream come true for you, Trevor. I'm not using the facts, especially when most of them are, you know, anyways. Um, (laughs) If this, this doesn't add to my argument or anything, but this is just something that just... Because I I really like Joe Burrow. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. If Joe yeah. Burrow had an extra second and a half on the last play of the Super Bowl, the last offensive play of the Super Bowl, Jamar Chase was open and Jalen Ramsey was on the ground with his hands and legs. Yeah. You have to, I mean, like, when you're, when you're adding these uh, catchable balls and stuff, I, I mean, there's no way to know it's, whatever. It's one side, yes, the Chargers have a better line. They have Rashawn Slater. Yes, the Bengals could have had, you know, Slater or Sewell. But he has Jamar Chase. But when you're looking at an advanced stat, like, 
like a catchable ball. It's like if you're, are you throwing it off your back foot? Are you stepping into it? And then, the same quarterback with without Jamar Chase if he had a better alignment. I don't know. So, so my my whole my whole argument is around the fact. Yeah, I understand that he had a wor- much worse line, much worse line. Okay, that's not my argument. My argument is that he was more aggressive. As proven statistically, he's more aggressive. He did complete more passes. He's he's better accurate. per percentage per percentage. He, was, he did complete more passes by more percentage accurate. than Justin Herbert. Okay, that's without question. Okay. They're very, very neck and neck when it comes to passer rating, QBR. Passer rating, Joe Burrow edges out Justin Herbert. QBR, Herbert edges out just Joe Burrow. So it's very, 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 very close. They're both very, very talented quarterbacks. So when you say that your 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 criteria for what makes a quarterback better is influences the game toward winning. When I look at all the stats that have like uh, like EPA per play, uh, wins above replacement, and Justin Herbert is edging. There's war in football. Yeah, I thought that was a baseball stat only. No, you're doing great. Bro. There's war in football as well. So wins above replacement, Justin Herbert also edges out Joe Burrow. So when I look at that and I compare the two, all those statistics that would lead one to believe, okay, this person is better at winning games for their team, that would make me think that you would agree that Justin Herbert's a better quarterback. But no. it could be, could be, that you believe Joe Burrow is a better quarterback because of your emotional attachment to him. I, that's right. That knows ball. I don't. Because I will tell you, you, Justin Herbert gets statistics, gets statistical value, statistical quantity, from a running group. No, Joe no. Burrow snaps the ball and hands it off to Joe Mixon. Justin Herbert snaps the ball and dumps it off a throw to Austin Eckler. Trevor, you want to hear some stats so, on that? So, Trevor, you hear some, wait, you want to hear some stats on that, Trevor? On what? 14% of Justin Herbert's targets go to Austin Eckler. So you always say he had, he had 94 targets last year? Yes. How many targets did he now? Threw the ball 672 targets. If you take Mixon and Pirine together, because Mixon missed a few games, 15%. What was the first percent? 14. Obviously, he threw That's the ball more. Two running backs. He threw the ball more to Eckler, but you're acting like it's an insane amount. It is I, an insane amount. 94 is, is insane. Wait, is Austin Eckler a top five receiving back in the NFL? Yes, he's a top three. Are you not, if you have a top three receiving back, are you not going to throw it to him? I'm, I'm not is, is faulting it, him for that. I'm not faulting him for that at all. I'm is saying that is their, that's their run. That's part and of wait, their run. Wait, game. wait, And Joe Burrow, you you fault Herbert for throwing it to his best player in his team. Joe Burrow, fault it. wait, Joe Burrow, 25% of his throws last season were to Jamar Chase. 25 Every four throws was Jamar Chase. So the same thing you're blaming. He's Herbert throwing to a wide receiver and out. No, Zach. Obviously, he's going to throw no, so, the so I, 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 So I will say I disagree with Kerry on this point because they do play different positions. Jamar Chase is an outside wide receiver, while Austin Eckler is a. The field uh, is fifty over fifty-three yards long. 
52 that and is a half, yeah. That is a throw when you have to and throw his yard, to the sideline. What does yards have to catch on that? And how – So we want to talk about that? I mean, we can, but I can argue that with my eyes closed. I can argue that shit in sign language. <laughs> You're acting like it's an insane difference when – It is. It's a very big difference. It's These offenses really, are completely different as yes, well. Yes, they are. They are completely the ball different. About th- when you add in the backup running backs, it's about 3% higher. 3% okay, higher. In, you have to add in Herbert's backup running backs too. That's what – do you not hear what I just said? When you add in Justin Jackson on the other end, it's about 3% higher. His targets to running backs. There's a reason he had 94 targets because Herbert threw the ball 672 times last year. Burr only threw 520. When you're know, 554 times more, running game. you're going to have more throws to your running back. Yes, and that is part – when Justin Herbert throws a dump off on first down and they get four yards, that's the same thing that the Bengals are doing when they snap the ball on first and ten and hand it off to Joe Mixon. Yeah. It's essentially but, a run play. But I will say this. That argument doesn't work if you also believe Tom Brady is a top-five quarterback because Tom Brady does that all the time. He constantly throws to the flat on first down to a, either a tight end or a running back for four yards. Tom Brady hasn't had insane stats, though, like recently. Well, insane stats in, yards last in terms year. of yards. He had 5,000 yards last year. Well, then that's inflated. Okay. I agree. I agree that that's inflated. But when we're looking at EPA per play, all this other, all these other stats that correlate to winning, right? But there's more that goes into those stats than what goes into those stats. Let's Tell see. me what goes into the second stat you were talking about. The Which one? The war stat? No, the other one. There's uh, one in the middle. EPA per play. It was war. after that. Uh, golly. Now i got to find the stat. So here's a question for you. Obviously, we're disagreeing about year two. Year one, do you think Herbert was superior to Burrow? When did Burrow play like four games? He played like ten. I don't think he played that many. And I will say this. With both of them being young, I think Joe Burrow has a top five pocket presence in the NFL. I don't that's not the question. There is But that goes into that he he has to. Herbert was far superior to Herbert. Was it QBR? Yeah, he was. Herbert was way better than Herbert. Burrow was played it? ten game Burrow played ten games year one with two and seven and one. So there's looking at Burrow's numbers, there's no way you can say Burrow is better year one, right? Can you agree to that? I mean, I've, I've never said that. I don't know. I'm just saying, so, so, Herbert, year one, Herbert is better, right? I'd have to do my research. Was, my it the, was it the uncatchable pass percentage or something? Or was yes. it? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's a lot that goes into that instead Herbert, of just Herbert, throwing Herbert. an uncatchable pass. No, I, I completely agree. Herbert's biggest fault is he throws it too fast. Because that stat right there, the thing, I, the first thing that comes to my mind is offensive line. Yeah. When, when I hear that stat, and sack percentage was almost double for Burrow than it was for Herbert. Yeah. Which, okay. okay. But who, who was the insanely better receiving core? Who led? The, which which team led the league in drop passes? The Chargers. 
Okay, but if if the Chargers had a league 30, average of drop passes, 33, 33 drop passes, thirty one, thirty three. Okay, the Char- well, twenty one is league average, and that the Bengals, is the Bengals had less than the league average at twenty. So they had thirty more. League average was twenty one. So they had below league average. Okay, but if you put Herbert at league average, his completion percentage goes from sixty five to sixty eight. And he threw the ball a lot more than he threw 150 more passes. And I, Burrow is more accurate than Herbert. I'll give you that because Herbert, okay. Herbert's biggest fault is he throws, Herbert's biggest fault is he throws the ball too hard. Too hard? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, Her, oh, you say yeah, Herbert or Burrow? Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, and he'll he'll yeah. sail past. That's one thing yeah. about him. He's that's part of his immaturity. That's. Like he's I mean, not perfect. He's he's immature. No, no, no. no. I don't think I don't think anyone weird. here. I don't think anyone here is arguing this that is, either of these quarterbacks are perfect or that is, they've reached I mean, their peak. Here's the insane part: they're both year two. Yeah. In three or four years, these guys are going to be you know insane. That we're picking apart these guys year two, like Brady and Manning. Where were they year two? They were. But in I a couple weeks ago, Kerry, you said that after. Man or not Manning, after Brady and all these guys were gone or whatever, that you thought Herbert would be by himself at number one and Burrow wouldn't be in that same tier. He is. In a couple years from now? I think Herbert will. I don't think after two years, I don't think at this moment you could say Herbert's above. I think they're in the same tier. I think in the next year or two is going to be when you're going to see the difference. But, you know, I I think this is the year Herbert takes off because he actually has a defense around him that's not get so blown every game. So he doesn't I mean, have to throw seven hundred. Yeah, passes. the worst rush defense in the NFL by far. I think this is the year that he has a team around him, and you're going to see a team really take off. And Herbert's not going to have to force the ball so many times, aka the interceptions, the incompletions. They had the third. Also, Trevor, I have a couple. I have a couple more stats for you because you're all about winning. Who had more fourth quarter comebacks last season? You want to guess? Probably Herbert. Herbert five, Burrow two. How about game winning drives? Herbert five. Okay, but Burrow had more wins. I mean, Burrow Bengals had more wins. Did the Bengals have a better team than the Chargers? Yes. Debatable. They're very comparable. Whose defense is better? The Bengals. Whose receiving core is better? Or skill players? Bengals. That's debatable. It's not debatable. It they is have debatable. Three, they have three great receivers, a very good running back. Harry, you can't say that T. Higgins is a great receiver and then discredit Mike Williams. Mike Williams is not that good. Then T. Higgins is not that good. You have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. The Chargers have Austin Eckler, who's who's better than Mixon. I'd agree. Yes, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, who's not better than Chase, and Mike Williams, who's below okay. Higgins. So, obviously, if you, you look at that, that, you he add more, catches, more yards, Bengals more have Why isn't he better? Bengals have a better coach. Bengals have better defense. Wait, Bengals, Mike Williams has better Bengals more have a better kicker, too. And touchdown than T. Higgins. So, what makes T. Higgins better? What? What He's makes a, T. Higgins better than Mike Williams? So, I, I would argue, I would argue, I would argue. Uh, in in favor of T Higgins over Mike Williams, that he doesn't get hurt every four games. 
It doesn't drop every forty. He's still putting up more catches, yards, and touchdowns. That's just that's not that's not. But you also have to remember, Justin Herbert threw a lot more passes than Joe Burrow. So if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna say that all these stats about accumulation on on Herbert's side shouldn't count against Joe Burrow because he beat him in yards and touchdowns and all that stuff. And Trevor, what year is Mike Williams? He's in his fifth year. T. Higgins has played the NFL two years. No, Mike Williams has played five years in the NFL. T. Higgins has played two. Okay, so what makes Higgins better right now? Younger? So I, I would argue – so let me look up a stat comparison real quick. Because, I mean, yeah, three years ago, two years ago, I don't give a shit who's better. But right now, I'm going to take the guy with more receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Like, T. Higgins was – Crazy! He was great in the playoffs, especially third downs. It seems like he, he was—he knew exactly where the sticks were, and he was getting open. He played great in the playoffs. Mike Williams had fifty more yards. Burrow threw like five hundred yards less than Herbert. You put in that ratio, okay? But we're just talking I'm about receiving more yards. What is the have... receptions? What is the reception? Seventy-six guys? to seventy-four. So it's two more catches. Higgins, it's... Higgins, has, Higgins has Boyd and Chase. Chargers have Allen. They don't have any other good receivers. Obviously, Austin Mike Williams Eckler. a running back. He is a receiving back. Three wep- that's three weapons, right? The Bengals have okay. four. Four versus three. Can you not do math? Okay, okay, but a line is the most important part of an offense. Doesn't affect the passing game. What? How does that make... That's not true. That's not true. How does that make... How does that make... Higgins better than Williams. If a receiver has an extra second and a half to get open, that is an eternity for a into a pro wide receiver. But that hurts wait, your wait, point. Wait, wait, that hurts wait, your point. Wait. That hurts your yeah, point. You're, so you're saying having a better line helps a wide receiver, right? Even a worse wide receiver, right? Is what you just said. Right. Sure. So you're saying Mike Williams is not better? He just had a better no. line. That's what, he, no. that's what you just said. No, I'm saying an average receiver, a receiver, is going to get open if he has more time. Yeah. Okay, but you still haven't told me what makes T. Higgins better. So T. Higgins, okay, T. Higgins with a worse O-line. They're comparable. So with a worse O-line, right? Mm Mm-hmm. With a worse O-line, so the quarterback has less time to throw the ball, a better wide receiver one, and a quarterback that threw less passes, caught two less passes than Mike Williams, had 19 less targets, which isn't much in comparison to the the disparity between the pass attempts, had less than, had about 50 less yards, and three less touchdowns. Extremely comparable for wide receiver twos. Okay, so... Let me let me say this. I do think Mike Williams is better in only one respect. I think he is a better red zone target than T. Higgins. He is bigger, and that makes him a better red zone target. So, the touchdowns, I will agree with you. The touchdowns do make a difference. However, when you're looking at receptions, targets, and yards, you're talking about a guy with T. Higgins who had... Less help from the O line. Okay. Less less 
less passes thrown by their quarterback, right? He's the second biggest threat on the on that offense when passing the ball. Who? T. Higgins. Yeah, I agree. Mike Williams might be third. Okay. But again, but again, there was more passes thrown, and he only got two more Jamar, passes. Jamar Chase. I would do okay, not. But agree I know where the, we know where those passes went. We know. Not where agree that Jamar went. Chase clears Keenan Allen. Sure. Yes, and just like the the Chargers line clears the Bengals line. Yeah. And did the bang, the Bengals not have three probably top thirty wide receivers in the NFL? What, is Mike Williams top thirty? I wouldn't put him top 30. You wouldn't put him top 30. And I wouldn't put T. Higgins top 30. What about Tyler Boyd? No, Tyler Boyd's worse than T. Higgins. He's one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. I think he arguably is the best. If Well, he's not better than T. Higgins, in my opinion. T. Higgins is better. Well, T. Higgins is a better receiver. I'm saying slot guy. I think Tyler Boyd is a better slot guy. There's a difference. Just take the L and go home, bud. I will not take the L here. I will not. You haven't told me. You're just, oh, T- Joe Burrow has T. Higgins. Uh, but why is We've given you stats all so, 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 hold on, hold on. Okay. But I can Before, tell you where those throws win. So, so here. Where? To Austin Eckler. We've just told you the percent is not even that far apart. You're saying we're talking 50, about weapons. We're talking 50. about we're the weapons. He doesn't throw the ball to Jamar Chase every four throws. Okay. Are you crying? Oh Are you crying God. right now? Are you no. Jamar Chase crying on the air? Are you crying on the air? <laughs> this has been brewing all day, folks. <laughs> Bring the tears out. Bring the tears out right Carrie. now. Tell me why T. Higgins is better than Mike Williams. Have you watched them play? It's it. Yes. If you ever watched a game of football, it's easily to tell. If T. Higgins didn't How? have more chase this season, his stats would be insane. Their stats were very close this year, and that was with Jamar Chase, a top five receiver in the NFL. Okay. Trevor, okay. if the if if the Bengals if the Bengals didn't have Jamar Chase, then T. Higgins' stats would shoot up, right? He'd be a top 10 wide receiver right? in the NFL. Okay, if the Chargers didn't have Austin Eckler and they had a traditional running game, Mike e- Mike Williams' numbers would shoot up. No. Have you ever watched yes, him play? You cannot throw the ball Trevor, 94 have times. Have you watched him play it? without Austin Eckler? Is yes. Justin Jackson not just as involved in the passing game? He is. I'm, I'm saying mix it. You put mix in Okay, 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 Trevor. What if Nixon makes... was there, he'd do Trevor. the same thing. Trevor, okay. What makes a wide receiver better, in your opinion, than another one? A lot of things. Like what? A lot of things. Um, just like, most of all, getting open. But it's like, it's it's not things you're going to find stats for. Okay. I mean, it's, A, it's, it's getting open. Wide... B, reliability. Does it matter how much they influence the game in terms of winning? As a wide receiver, 
No, I think that's a quarterback stat, unless you're like Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor. Okay, because the reason I, the reason why I say that is because if we look at a statistic that would point towards, okay, you know, this wide receiver clearly helps his team win, right? Like the the stat I'm looking at right now is points per 100 snaps. Okay, now. You may you may know you may put no value in that statistic, but T Higgins does. It's a, it's a small piece of a big picture. Okay, so T Higgins does beat uh, Mike Williams in that statistic. Okay, but a hundred plays, a hundred snaps for the Bengals is bro fifty five sixty passes. A hundred snaps Mike. for the Chargers is eighty. Please go watch. Mike I agree. Williams. I agree. I agree, and that's why it's so much more astonishing that T. Higgins beats Mike Williams in in that category because Justin Harden. Herbert is throwing the ball more. He's McCall. But their stats are similar. What stats are similar? The receiving yards and touchdowns. What's the stats that you're talking about? I'm talking about the points per 100. This dude, points per 100. Yeah. What What is the What is the that difference? Stat? Is basically a whole touchdown difference. Wait, Trevor, you're a Bucks fan, right? And right? and Mike Trevor, Williams right? played two less games, so you'd expect his to be better, considering. You're a Bucks fan, right? Yes. Did Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown's numbers all kind of, you know, go down? If they were, you know, the top – if they were all there by themselves, would their numbers not be insanely better? What the fuck does that mean if they were there by themselves? If they Without were – Without each other? If Yeah. Would they not have insanely better numbers? Right? I don't know. It's true, and you know, it's the same thing with the Bengals when you have a top receiving core like it. Same thing with the Cowboys. With Cooper gone, Lamb's going to exceed. We won't know that until we see it. Just like this year, we're not going to know who's better. And I'm going to take Herbert every time. I mean, fuck. <laughs> yes! 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 Every time. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for listening. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's time, I think it's time for rapid fire. I think it's time for rapid fire on that. It's time for rapid fire. It's choke away games. I'm going to take away Herbert every time and choke away games. Herbert has more game-winning drives and fourth-quarter comebacks than Joe Burrow, so he doesn't choke games. You don't got to come back when you're winning. That's probably with your defense. But, Trevor, thanks for agreeing with us. Yeah, it was a good debate. It was a good debate. It was a good debate. But you admitted defeat at the end, and you know what? That shows you're a big man. Yeah, Joe Burrow is the fifth-best quarterback in the NFL. Justin Herbert is the seventh and the number one most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Okay. All right. All right, you guys ready for some rapid fire? After Trevor admitting defeat there? I won't. All right, rapid fire time. Who finishes with more TDs this season, Zach or Trevor? Uh, Zach. No, Trevor. 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 Going Zach. Trevor. Zach. I'm going Zach. Trevor. Trevor sucks. Trevor. Thank you. Give me Trevor. All right. Give me Zach. We'll go into this in a few weeks. 
uh, from now, but who will win the AFC North this season? I'm taking the Ravens. I would have taken the Browns. I'm going to take the Ravens as well. I really hope they can stay healthy. I want to see them play a full season at their full potential. What do we – give me oh, – you know what? Give me Cincinnati. What do we got the Browns going? Um, with the first six games without Watson. Uh, let me just who's, there, who's the starter for the first six games, you think? All right, so let me just run through the schedule. Week one at Carolina – they can go 500 with their first six games. Yeah, That's week two, thinking. week two, home versus the Jets. Week three, home versus the Steelers. Week four at Atlanta. Week five, home versus the Chargers. And then week six, home versus the Patriots. I see them going four and two in those six, that six week span with Jacoby Brissett behind center. What that offense? Yeah, I think he's going to need to throw like less than 20 passes a game. Yeah, I know. Like, but they can. They have. The best offensive line, top three offensive line in the NFL. Yeah. And a great defense. Yeah. So, I, I see them going four and two. So, actually, I'm going to change my pick to the Cleveland Browns. Don't have, sleep on the the first five weeks know. of the season, Carolina Panthers. They lucked the Panthers out. for the first five weeks of the year are dangerous. That's a very easy schedule open the year. Yeah. All right. Wait, this who's their is- seventh game, just out of curiosity? Oh, it's the Ravens in Baltimore. First oh, game so that's why Deshaun's coming back for that game. Watson versus Lamar. Ooh, good. Dude, we're gonna, we got a room for Lamar, sadly. Is that a, that a primetime game? Do we know yet or no? I don't think we know yet, but I feel like it would be. I can't. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, probably. I need that on Monday night. I need a Monday Currently night. Currently it's a Sunday 1 p.m., but I, I could see them flexing that. Yeah. All right. This one was extremely one-sided on Twitter. Let's see how we go in here. Who would have been the better QB if they stayed healthy? RG3 or Andrew Luck? This is uh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. It's RG3. RG3. Andrew Luck. Because the, the thing that held RG3 back was injuries. And yeah. Injuries it didn't hold Andrew really Luck back at all. Back. He only Andy, retired at like 25. He's in Washington. How terrible... Griffin led them in the playoffs in the first year, then he got hurt. No disrespecting me. Alfred Morris. RG, RG3 was deserved rookie of the year over Andrew Luck that no, season. No, he didn't. He's just racist, but... No, Andrew Luck was a better quarterback. That was a great... Uh, them two and Russ all yeah. year, that was fun. RG3 would have been better than Lamar if he stayed healthy. Best ability is availability, baby. Who will be the Steelers' starting quarterback by the end of the season? Trubisky! Give me Trubisky. I, I think it's going to be Pickett, sadly enough. I hope not. I think, Swear to I, think Mitch will be, I think Mitch will be decent enough, but fans will be calling for No, I think they're going to want Trubisky's titties. They were already calling for small hands after like Trubisky had like two incompletions in training camp. Oh, my God. Steelers fans would... Stupid. All right, the Rams. The Rams will win blank amount of games this season. I'm gonna say twelve. I'm gonna say double digits. I'm not gonna go beyond that. I'm just gonna say double digits. Fair. Sure. I need to look at their schedule, but give me eleven right now. Pick one in their prime: Marshall Falk, Adrian Peterson, oh, LT, LT, or Terrell Davis. Uh, Adrian Peterson. LT is my favorite running back of all time, but 
if you're L- saying prime, it's AP. Yeah, it's L- uh, LT. No, no shot. No shot. I love LT, dude. Adrian LT Peterson. Adrian Peterson was insane. In LT is really like LT, LT was the only reason Philip Rivers was even regarded as good quarterback. Come on now. That's LT is like my NFL childhood, really. Basically. LT, Donovan McNabb. Oh, reminiscing right now. All right. You can steal one player from the Raiders for your favorite team. Who are you taking? I'm taking Derek Carr for the Patriots. Him and Bill Belichick would be sexy. Hold on. Dude, put Devontae on the Bucks. Why not? Another. Yeah. Nah, I feel like Waller and Brady would be. Yeah, it would. That'd be a good combo. Um, Hold on. Give me a second. Max Crosby? Give me... Cameron Jones? Huh. Zach, we have to take Devontae for Trevor Lawrence. Rapid. Uh, take Devontae, baby. Hold on. One se- I'm looking something up real quick. You got three seconds. This is rapid fire, bro. How old is this guy? I have no idea how old this guy is. He's old, bro. Uh, give me... Give me Jonathan Abram. What? I thought you were going to say Carl Nassie. No. All right. Jonathan Abram. Which I mean, duo safety? Which duo are you taking? You wouldn't take Devontae Adams? No. Why? Because they need more help on defense than they do offense. Your wide receiver one is Christian Kirk. He's probably going to be in the slot, let's be honest. Sad. Which duo are you taking? Joe Montana and Jerry Rice or Tom Brady and Randy Moss? Uh, the, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. In today's QB, in today's NFL, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. The goat QB and wide receiver number two, and the goat wide receiver and QB number two. Sadly, I'm biased. I'm taking Brady and Moss. Sixteen to answer. Sixteen to zero. Yeah, it's it's insanely close. Sixteen to zero. Did they win the Super Bowl that year? Just. Sadly enough. Oh, okay. Even how many, how many Super Bowls did Joe Montana win with Jerry Rice? I think it was only two. Hmm. Honestly, if you look at the numbers, Jerry Rice and Montana together, they never had like an insane season. Yeah, it was always Steve Young. Yeah, because right, the, their best season was the shortened season, which they're on pace for, but Rice and Montana never had like an insane year. Trevor? Give me Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. There. True or false? Dak is overrated. True. Nope. Um, well, hold on. Let me look. Just look at his, Zach, just look at his Madden rating and tell me he's not. Oh, yeah, no. His Madden rating, way overrated. Way overrated. Kirk, he's barely better than Kirk Cousins. That is blasphemy. It's, it's true. Just wait. All right, describe Joe Flacco as a quarterback in one word. Elite. No. See? No. Yes. Do it. My word is no. Okay. <laughs> Zach? My word is no. Okay. Um. Sorry, what was the question? Describe Joe Flacco as a quarterback in one word. Um. Playoffs. Yeah. Honestly, playoffs. Playoffs? Fair enough. Who will be the Panthers' starting quarterback by the end of the season? Hopefully, Baker. I'm hoping Baker. Damn, baby. I feel like they might give Coral a chance at the end of the year, though. 
Corral. Yeah. I hope not. All right. We kind of went over this last episode. Let's do it again. Which wide receiver are you drafting first in fantasy? Justin Jefferson. Adams. What are the are there choices or no? I mean, you can pretty much tell. Cup, I thought yours was Cooper Cup. Cup, Jefferson, Adams, Chase. Cup. Cup is number one. Mine's Devontae. All right. MVP Lamar or MVP Cam? MVP Cam. Cam. Even though he choked in the Super Bowl. At least he made it there. Dude, he was insane that season, though. True. He was insane. I was like, dude, this guy is about to take over the NFL. He had the best defense in the NFL. It's true. Uh, Another another sad L. Another sad L. RIP Luke Eagley. Yeah, miss that guy. All right, last last rapid fire. The Patriots will win blank games this season. I'm gonna say nine. It's anywhere from seven to nine. They have an easy. They have a good first half of their schedule. A lot of their hard games are at home. I'm gonna say eight, but I could see them shit in the bed, winning like seven. Yeah, so that's gonna nine. be a scrappy division. Two, three, and four is gonna be a a fight out back. Bad. I'm saying the Jets finish four, one game behind the Dolphins. Dolphins are the Dolphins are the sleeper bad team of the NFL this year. Watch. There's not many bad teams in the AFC. I'm hyped. I'm so hyped for the AFC West and AFC North. Those divisions are gonna be insane. Yeah. AFC South is boring. AFC East is boring. But those two divisions, it could be anybody winning them. That's it for rapid fire tonight. Anything you guys want to plug before we sign off? Trevor has to do everything. Trevor, you need to stay, you need you need to be close to your phone because I can't hear you. Nobody can hear you. What about now? Sound perfect. Follow follow us on Twitter at Beerly Football for more football questions every day, all the time, whatever you need. It's the year of the beer. It is. It is. We're going to have merch dropping too. Turn our notifications on on Twitter because we got fantasy updates coming soon. Follow us on Twitter at Beerly Hoops. NBA fans, me and Dort, have a lot of fun over there. Shout out to Alec, Beerly Baseball. Beerly Bets, let's make some money together. Um, smack my grandma, it's the year of the beer. Oh, follow us on Twitter at Beerly Sports for all Beerly content in one place. Follow us on Instagram, as Trevor forgot as always. At Beerly Sports. Follow us on TikTok at Beerly Sports. Just follow us everywhere at Beerly Sports. Way to go. Seriously, guys, make sure you follow us on all our socials. We will have announcements coming about uh, fantasy football coming soon. Um, we I have some pretty interesting ideas about prizes and stuff we can do for that. But uh, follow me at the Beerly Boss on Twitter. Uh, and make sure you keep an eye out again on all of our socials uh, for merch coming soon as Carrie puts on his shirt. Uh, (laughs) So we'll be giving you guys updates on that in the coming week, probably. And uh, outside of that, we will see you guys next week for the the very next episode of the Beerly Football Podcast. Last episode of Fantasy. Last episode of Fantasy. We're closing out with quarterbacks. I'm excited. And just remember... Justin Herbert is better than Joe Burrow. Carrie uh, and Trevor both agree. Justin Herbert, better than Joe Burrow.